Hello, friends. This is Alexis Eileen, and welcome to the She Can Podcast. This is a space where we come together and decide exactly what we're all capable of. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. I am coming at you today with a topic that I think is very important. And for some people, I think it will really resonate, especially because I'm hoping to time the release on this for around Mother's Day, because I want to talk about who inspires you in your life. I think that a lot of us are probably going to pick a parent or a sibling It might be your mom, it might be your dad, a brother or sister when you're growing up that you were close to, maybe because you looked out for them or they looked out for you. I think that for me, mine that I am going to talk about is my mother. Also though, if your mom didn't inspire you, it may inspire you or she may inspire you in a different way to be a good mom to your own children or I mean, for me, my mom was a great mom, but it still will inspire me to be a good mother when I have children. But the reason that I want to talk about the person that inspires you is because I think it really shapes what you choose to do in your life and how you choose to do it. For me, growing up, I was pretty dang close to my mom. So my mom, the first probably eight or nine years or so was a stay-at-home mom. We were close. I'm an only child. Stop thinking I was spoiled. I was not. (laughs) No, it's true. So many like only children, we have a label just like firstborn, just like middle, just like youngest. I mean, we all have our labels. Um, I think a lot of people think only children are, are spoiled, but my parents did not go that route. I think a lot of people are surprised when they find out I was the only child. But I was the only child growing up, spent a lot of time with my mom. My dad worked full time and a lot of what he did, he worked shift work. So I was with my mom quite a bit. We've always been close. I mean, normal ebb and flow when you're a teenager. I moved out of the house when I was seven, 17, 17 or 18. But my mom, she's just funny. Like she just cracks me up. She's got a great sense of humor. She's super sassy. And it's kind of where I get it from. But my mom, about seven years ago, no, nine years ago, was diagnosed with leukemia. And I will never, ever forget that day. I was at home with my husband. We were in our first home, and my mom sent me a text saying, hey, are you at work? Now, let me tell you, anytime my mom texts, hey, are you at work? It's usually because she wants to call and tell me something. Now, before that, it had never been, I have cancer, but it normally was like something was going on at home or like, my mom's just not dramatic. Like she's not someone who's like, oh, text me. And then she's like, so I'm wondering if I should have pasta. Like that's just not her. And so I called her and I remember she was just very like, I went to the doctor Um, I had abnormal blood test. I went back. I have leukemia. And I just remember thinking, she sounds really strong. I need to be strong. My mom is strong. I need to be strong. I went, okay, okay, all right. And I walked out of the house into the backyard. What are we going to do? Okay, what does this look like? Okay, so are you doing chemo? Like, 
what's our steps? What are our steps? When does this start? Where do we need to be? Okay. Nope. I'm good. Nope. How are you? How are you? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Good. Okay. Bye. I hung up the phone. I walked in the house. I looked at my husband, said my mom has cancer and sat down and started bawling. Just started bawling. And I remember the whole time just thinking, she sounds so tough, like get it together, get it together. I called work and I didn't even call out. I was like, I'm going to be a little bit late. And I think I went in just like an hour late. Just sat there. I, I couldn't tell you if I was productive or not. Probably doubt it. <laughs> but she, uh, she was, she was tough through the whole entire thing. She was so strong through the whole entire process. And I am extremely happy to say that she is fully in remission. That, I mean, that's such a long process. I mean, I think it's longer than most of us realize, but she is officially has been in remission. She no longer has to take um, her medication for it, anything like that. And she was so stoic the whole entire time. Like if I could have put someone on a pedestal and been like, this woman is effing amazing, it would be how she dealt with that entire thing. She truly became my inspiration through all that. As it it became apparent that she was going to be okay, she began to have some abnormal issues. Fast forward about a year and she got the official diagnosis that she has Parkinson's. So here's this woman who was strong through battling leukemia and then gets hit with, oh, high five girl, you've done so good with that. Here's some, here's Parkinson's. Let's deal with that. Watching her again has been such a gut check. Anytime that I've ever looked in the mirror and started to feel sorry for myself. Because how can I sit and feel sorry for myself when someone who again and again and again gets knocked down and is still like, no, I'm I'm here. Nope, I'm here. That's not to say that someone has it worse so you you can never feel bad. That's not to say you're not allowed to feel sick when you have a cold and you're not allowed to have a bad day because someone is worse. That's not what that means because there is always someone that has it worse. But there is always someone in your life that may have it worse, but who carries themselves with such dignity and grace that it inspires you to not get in your own way, to not set up your own roadblocks, to not take things for granted. I mean, I can go out, run a half marathon and start my fourth business while being successful in my regular day job. And it's because of my mom. I, everything that I get that I think that propels me forward at times when I feel down is from her. Now, whether it's because I innately am like that because of how she raised me or because of how I see her carrying through her battles right now, I think it's a combo of both. So when I say that she is so strong, it's not just the fact that she keeps a good attitude. She actually runs a Parkinson's support group. It is the most successful one in her county. My dad goes with her to, I think all of her, he had to miss one meeting 
um, because he actually had his own work commitment that he was out of town for. But she runs this group. It's the most successful one in her county. She hustles and gets guest speakers in. She inspires the other people in her own group. They call her for advice and help. I mean, there is nothing about her that sits at home and just cries every day over what has happened. Does she cry? Yeah, she's human. Does she get down? Yes, of course she does. Does she worry? Hell yes, she does. She's worried about dementia. She's worried about Alzheimer's. She's worried about everything that goes on with Parkinson's just in of itself. She's worried about my dad. She worries about my dad a lot. They've been together since they were in high school, like literally in high school. Um, (laughs) She turned him down the first time he asked her out which is pretty funny to me. (laughs) But I mean, they've been together forever and she worries about him. But through all of that, she still knows that she has to take care of herself and she still eats right. She still, she does like, she brought in some like yoga expert that works with Parkinson's people and she does her stretching. And I mean, there's just nothing about her that has done what she could so easily do. And that's just sit at home and be embarrassed or upset or hurt, or she feels those emotions, but she still doesn't let it keep her in the position of never going out and never living a life and never going out to dinner and never coming to visit. And that doesn't even work into who she is as a person. And so for her to inspire me as the person that I just she blows my mind every single day is why I get up every single day and do things for a purpose, for the purpose of helping other people, for helping other people realize that they too can stand up and do what they want to do and walk out of their house every day, no matter what they feel is stacked against them and succeed and be happy and move forward. For whoever might inspire you in your life, it doesn't have to just be one person. I think that sometimes it's fluid. There are times where it bounces back between my mom and my dad. My husband is also a giant inspiration to me. I mean, clearly I kind of like the guy. (laughs) We've been happily married for quite a long time. I think it just ebbs and flows. It changes. Or you may have different areas in your life of where you admire or are inspired by certain people. And I mean, who inspires you in in your child rearing may be completely different than who inspires you in your work life or who inspires you in, in your fitness or who inspires you in your journey through your own health journey or any journey that you're going through. You may have different people that inspire you. I think that having that person is so important because I think it is what helps us set goals and drives us forward. It's having someone who inspires us. And even if you don't personally, like it may be someone you don't know. I mean, you might be inspired by someone that you don't know in real life. Maybe you're inspired by someone that you watch in sports and that person just inspires you, but that is the person, maybe they don't know you. They're not texting you every day being like, Hey, I I hope that, you know, you hit your goal. Did you, did you run that extra mile? Did you reach out to that person? Did you take that course? Did you read the book? Did you eat the food? I mean, they may not be reading out, reaching out to you personally, but they're inspiring you somehow. And we have to all have that person. We have to, have to, have to let them know that they inspire us because I think, 
I think that a lot of times I've had people reach out to me and I know that you all have in your own life and it may have taken you by surprise, but someone who just says, I really appreciate, or I'm inspired by how you do that. I don't know about you, but that makes me, that like jazzes me up. That makes me want to get back out there and keep doing what I'm doing. And it always, it used to surprise me on like Instagram when I would cook and I still do. But when I would cook and I don't cook fancy, I don't know how to make a French meal. I don't have crazy appliances. I, if I use more than like four ingredients outside of vegetables and and like a protein, like four other ingredients, it's like, it's a big day, but it always kind of caught me off guard at first when people would reach out and go, you inspired me to cook. Like you inspired me to try something new in my kitchen today. You inspired me to do this. And I was like, really? Oh, I'm going to do that more often. (laughs) I, I think that sometimes we just don't give ourselves enough credit. And I think that we don't, we take ourselves by surprise. And I think that looking up to someone who inspires you makes you do better, makes you turn your wants into wills, makes you realize that you're capable of anything that puts your mind, that you put your mind to. I think oftentimes we look at other women and go, well, she can do that, but I can't. She can succeed at that, but I can't. No, if she can, you can. That's the entire reason that this podcast is called She Can. Because if she can do it, you can do it. And that doesn't even mean that it has to be the person that inspires you or the person that you're watching. I think a lot of times we internalize and we have our own best version of ourselves that we don't truly believe that we can fulfill and live the life as. Like for me, for years, it was like, oh, well, she can. That that version of Alexis can. She can. She can do that. That version of me that it's, that I think is better, stronger, prettier, wealthier, smarter, she can do it. Mm, if she can, I can. It's such a simple concept, but it's so true. Today, that's why I wanted to talk about finding your inspiration, finding who inspires you, finding that person that you look at that drives you to succeed and makes you realize that you can do absolutely anything that you set your mind to because there's someone cheering you on. There's someone who believes that you can do it. There's someone that comes from worse circumstances that has done more than you have where you are right now. If she can do it, you can do it. No matter what you take from this episode today, I hope you reach out to the person that inspires you and let them know. Tell them what difference they've made in your life or how they've driven you to be a better person or to try new things. Little side note, my middle name is not Eileen. That is after my mom. And my homage to her, the person that inspires me, is to name my business Alexis Eileen. All right, friends, as always, thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the She Can Podcast. Our goal is that you walk away with more tools for success than you had coming in. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. As always, you can find us at alexiseileenae.com or on Instagram by the same handle. Until next time.